the opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station. Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. This is B2B Radio, featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, Central Ohio's leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. Um, we are today, we're going to, I'm riding solo today. It's going to be, uh, an interesting one. Uh, so today we're going to talk about, I had, had a, an issue, not an issue, um, had an, uh, something that happened at a client's and I sort of pertinent information. And I think it would be, as I was talking with a couple other, uh, another client and some other folks, they're small business owners. They mentioned, geez, you should do that on a show. So, um, we're going to try to make this a little timely actually. So today we're going to talk about. Uh, costing, uh, costing and pricing. So your costing and pricing model, um, obviously if you figure out that your cost and that determines your price depending on the margin you want. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that is very, very important to a business. So, and what I mean by that, um, just to break it down a little bit, and I think most of you would understand this, but um, you need to know exactly what anything you produce costs. So whether that's even services and what your time is worth, which you know, uh, it, which could be a lot of different variables there, but even more importantly, on the product side, if you if you produce a product, um, or you provide a service, let's say you even have a, a landscaping business, right? So uh, using that as an example, um, some of the things that would go into your costing model would be, you know, the cost of gas, the cost of uh, depreciation on your equipment, um, obviously your labor costs. Um, uh, the whole variety of things, you know, benefits, if you have benefits, your employees, so a whole bunch of different things. If you have a, um, uh, a manufacturing company, so obviously you have your raw materials, but you know, you have a lot of other things in there as well, labor always, but freight, um, getting things back and forth. If you need to ship them more than you need to go, um, even the packaging to, to prepare it for freight, things like that. So that's one of the things I want to talk about, or the, the main thing I want to talk about on today's show um, it really is a make-or-break um, situation because it impacts so many different pieces of your business. And I, know, I know I always sign off the shows with cash flow is king, but costing is a very important variable that, that impacts your cash flow. Um, you know, if you don't have your costing right, it impacts your budget. Um, it impacts your, um, your income statement, so your cost of goods sold, et cetera. Um, your inventory, if your costing's not solid, your, your inventory's sort of out of whack and you're you're holding too much or not enough inventory, um, and then the cost of that inventory that of you holding it, um, and then finally, of course, cash flow. Um, it impacts your cash flow, so it's really, really important to make sure you've got it nailed down because if you don't have all of those things, um, it obviously impacts your decision making. So if you think you've got uh, more money than you do cash flow wise, or you you don't know exactly how much you have in your inventory. Um, your margins, you don't know where you're at versus your budget, things like that. So, you know, one of the things that I think is a very telltale sign, and this is one of the things I always talk about with clients in regards to um, their costing model, is if you get to the end of the year and you look at your margin for the year, and let's say for just to use a simple example, you price out your products at a 20% margin, or so you think, 
Um, so you look at your cost, and let's say your widget costs you $10 to make, and you say, I want a 20% margin, so I'm going to charge $12 for that widget. You're just going to add the 20% onto the $10 cost. And you do that with everything. So throughout the year, you charge everything out with a 20%, essentially a 20% markup is another way of saying it. And you get to the end of the year, and you look at your margin, and your margin is not 20%. It's something less than 20%. That is an absolute telltale sign that you are missing things in your costing model. Um, because you think you're making 20% on each one, but in reality, you are not. <laughs> um, and we, I, we had this happen to me, um, one quick example. So a client um, that was a small manufacturing company, yep, Ken, we've got a costing model. So I came in and I said, look, this is absolutely critical. It's one of the first things I want to dig into with your business because it's so critical. And um, if you if we don't have that right, it's going to impact negatively and impact so many other things. So we have to make sure we really, really have it good and tied down good. Yep, got it. I said, well, so your financials from last year, and they had some sort of rudimentary financials, but we were able to dig through them. And um, their margin wasn't 20%, but it was a very similar scenario that I just walked through. Um, he didn't know how to calculate his margin, so we went through it. And I said, okay, so what do you charge these things out at? I'd already calculated it. And he said, well, my typical margin I charge on something is 20%. Sometimes I go to 22. It just depends. Um, every once in a while, 18, if I'm bidding competitively with someone and I want, really want the business. Well, his margin was 3%. Way, way off. And he said, no, 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 that can't be. you you, you got to look at that again. That absolutely cannot be correct, Ken. Um, so I walked him through the calculation to show him that it was, in fact, only 3%. So as we dug through his costing model, which he did have one, which again, I, I don't know how you survive in a, in a you know in that type of a business, a manufacturing business, without it. So how do you price your products and know that you're pricing them competitively? Um, but you know, in fact, he was he was way off, and we found the holes in it, and we were able to fix those things. And all of a sudden, his financial situation changed drastically because his decision making was altered um, clearly from that. So. Again, it's one of those things that it proliferates so many other pieces of the financial puzzle in any any business, really. I mean, it's more impactful, clearly, in a, in a manufacturing environment and less so in a service environment. But even in a service environment, there's that element to it. There are just less moving parts to it. So, for example, let's say you run a, a law firm um, and you're charging on a billable hours. Well, the cost of that product, the service you're providing is you know the cost of the attorneys that are working on that. So again, a lot less moving parts in it, but still there are moving parts. And oftentimes, I, I'll put it this way, I have never gone into a business and looked at their cost model and said, hmm, this looks perfect. There are all, and, and everyone has a different eye for it, but there's there are always things that are missing. There always are. And some, some of it's a lot of what I talk about in other shows is that you, one of the things I try to help folks with is working on your business, not in it. You get so into the weeds that it's difficult to take a step back and look at things from a larger picture. Um, and so that's uh, sort of, I think, where, where you come to the crux of the situation where you just miss something. Most of the time when there's a, there's something missed and there's a gap, it's a, oh, my gosh, you know, the owner will tell me or, or one of the um, you know liaisons in the company will say, well, gosh, how the heck do we miss that? It's just you're so, so into the details of it. So it's good to have that uh, second set of eyes. Um, you know, someone like myself that could come in and take a look at things like that and be able to um, quickly dive into it. And I could see some of the things that are typically missed depending on the type of business. So we're actually uh, coming up against a break here. 
And uh, so we're going to come back. I'm going to talk through some, a real life, another real life example, real world example, I should say. We're going to give the Mr. Biz tip of the week in the, during the second segment and uh, kind of go from there. So you can always reach us uh, on our website at WentworthFinancialPartners.com. You can call us at 614-962-7CFO. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Wentworth Financial Partners. On Twitter, at Mr. Biz Tweets. And on LinkedIn, I am at 10 Mr. Biz Wentworth. Don't hesitate to reach out if you think we might be able to help you. Come back after the break. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Every day, careless drivers drive away from car crashes they cause while you're left behind, injured, without a car, and unable to work. It gets worse. Careless Drivers Insurance Company may refuse to pay you. Your insurance company may refuse to help you. You'll have to do one thing. Get Scott Smith and get justice. We have the experience and the resources to get you the results you need and deserve. Call 888-311-LAWS. That's 888-311-LAWS. Or visit us at sestriallaw.com. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. That's 962-7CFO. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz. We are talking today about costing. Uh, not not exactly the most sexy topic to talk about, but you know, as I talked about during the first segment, something that's very, very, very important and and, and can have an impact across uh, various aspects of your of your financial uh, part of your business. So it's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this one, I, I know a lot of people subscribe to this, or at least uh, verbally subscribe to this. I'll, I'll say I think far too few actually take action with this one. Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. Um, again, uh, something that sounds really obvious, but I think far too few people actually adhere to that. Um, how often do you hear, um, you know, from a from a someone that's going to you know, come over for an appointment, or you set up an appointment, and oh, I'll meet you there at ten, and it's ten fifteen, you've heard nothing, they're not there, et cetera, or you know, we're going to build this patio for you, and it's going to be fourteen thousand dollars, and then you get halfway into it, and they say, oh, it's actually going to be eighteen thousand dollars. How often do those type of things happen? Um, as with anything, any relationship at any level, I mean, communication is key. So that is the uh, Mr. Biz tip of the week. So getting back into the costing and pricing discussion, so I wanted to talk through an example I had at a client. It is a, another small manufacturing company, and uh, they produce uh, what they produce is something that is that goes into houses, um, and, and specifically they deal with a lot of a lot of their market is with 
remodelers, and um, really the the gold mine is with um, home builders. So, uh, without giving any names away, I'll just say that they one of their customers, one of their clients, was the by far largest um, new home builder in the area. And uh, so I got into this business, started digging into it, um, and looking through their their product and their costing things. And I was looking at this particular large home builder that they were shipping goods to, not shipping, but um, uh, delivering and installing the goods to. And there were a lot of reworks. So this particular company, each time they would go out, they'd have to go through and end up coming back to make changes. So I thought, man, is there an issue with with QC? Is there have bad quality control as things are going out the door? Well, of course, they have a whole slew of customers, again, remodelers, other home builders as well, no issues. So I started specifically looking at the jobs that were going out for that particular home builder. Because, man, is, is it just a weird coincidence that we're sending out, you know, bad product on this particular builder? Nothing. Everything looked great. So then Dick dug a, a little bit further into it. And, you know, as as any of you are familiar with the, that industry, you know, within a specific um, home builder, if it's a large one, they have multiple construction supervisors that may be responsible for 20 or 30 houses at a time. So I started looking back at the orders that were coming back and were reworks, and we had to go back out and send another crew out to fix it, tidy it up, maybe even pull it out and put a brand new one in, make a brand new product. And was it specific to one construction supervisor? I thought, man, maybe this guy's just really tough, and so let's sit down with this guy and figure this out. Well, it wasn't. It was across the board. So it wasn't a quality issue. We kind of ruled all that out. It wasn't a specific person issue. We ruled all that out. Um, it, it just was that particular builder, the way they did things. I looked at, were they giving us bad measurements? I mean, we crossed all of the different things off the list. So I started thinking about it. Are we actually pricing that into, you know, the, these reworks and this, these reinstalls and, you know, sending an installation crew out is not cheap. Um, in this, for this particular, uh, product that they, um, are installing. And so these guys make a, you know, good bit of, good bit of money. They're on the truck. There's two guys that go out. And so their time is, is, is actually fairly expensive. So having to send them out multiple times for a job is, is obviously a problem and costs money. Well, of course, that's one of those things I was talking about earlier that you wouldn't think obviously to put in, but put into your costing. That's something that is part of your business, unfortunately. No matter how good your quality control is, no matter how good your installers are in this particular instance, there are always, there's always going to be, even if it's a small amount, there's always going to be something that you have to fix, that you have to go back to. Again, it might be 5% of your jobs. It might be 20% of your jobs, depending, in which case you might need to get new installers. None, nonetheless, even if it's 5%, that's something that you need to bake into your costing model. And that's one of those things that I think often can be easily overlooked because you don't think of it as as part of the cost of the product, when in fact it is. Now, you don't need to you know, you don't know which product is going to need to be reinstalled or, or need to be remade or whatnot, right? So you have to look across the whole gamut of what you're producing and what's the average and and then put that in. So, you know, if it's 5%, you can add in a 5%. What's the cost of one visit? You make some estimations and put that in. So that's an example of putting that in. But <clears throat> fast-forwarding that particular home builder, I, I had to sit the owner down and I said, look, you got to give me and about 45 minutes to explain this to you. And for the first 15 minutes, you can't say anything because I knew when I told him what I was about to tell him, he was going to tell me I was crazy. 
Um, and sometimes I am, but in this case, I, I wasn't. So what I found was when I redid the costing model and added these types of things in, we were actually losing money with every single product that we produced for this particular home builder. Literally writing them, not writing them a check, but writing a check every time we made the product. Completely doesn't sound intuitive whatsoever, right? This this is the largest home builder in the area by far, like the big cash cow, like you don't want to lose them. <clears throat> so what we did was, that he and he sat down, I walked him through all the calculations, showed him exactly what it was. He said, Ken, I would have, I could have worked here for another 20 years. I never would have thought of that. Um, I never would have delved, delved into this. Um, so what we did was he and I went and met with that particular home builder. And we said, look, we either need you to buy more, you know, different types of our product, which the, the one product they were ordering from us was one that happened to be a particularly low margin as it was, um, which is part of the problem. Um, so they need to order other products from us so we could balance that out um, and over all the products. Um, and so maybe we lose, have a loss leader, but we, we could make money back on a different product. Or we were going to cease doing business with them, which again sounds crazy. Long story short, they had other, uh, they didn't even give us an opportunity to bid on those other things. So we literally fired as a client, as a customer, the largest home builder. Absolutely sort of crazy story you wouldn't think of. But um, so that's a real world example. We're going to, the third segment, we're going to talk about another, one more example that's sort of a different angle of it. And we're going to give you some tips to consider for where your costing model. I'm Dr. Buzz, D.C., with Buckeye Physical Medicine Rehab, Columbus's largest hormone replacement center. For the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you can completely reverse the effects of aging and the aches and pains of low T. Thousands of patients that suffer from low T have come to us to rejuvenate their youth. Buckeye Physical Medicine patients have enhanced their energy levels, rid themselves of inflammation, and feel years younger. Call Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab at 614-721-5698. That's 614-721-LOW-T. Or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation, our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. To learn more about Ken Wentworth, go to wentworthfinancialpartners.com. And now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to B2B Radio with, with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. So one quick reminder, anyone who's interested in signing up for our newsletter, um, our Wentworth Financial Partners monthly newsletter, promise not to inundate you with, uh, with, a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of spam. It only comes out once a month on the first of the month. Um, just one quick email. Um, you can go to our homepage at wentworthfinancialpartners.com. And at the bottom, there's a sign up, um, uh, a little uh, uh Form, I guess I call it to, to sign up for that newsletter. So if you are interested, go out to the website and sign up. So getting back into costing. 
So I wanted to give another sort of real world example of of costing. So uh, was dealing with a client that manu- uh, they deal with um, folks here in the U.S. that manufacture products uh, that have that, that manufacture products that produce products. What she does is she's essentially a liaison to an overseas manufacturer, and she's got several, many, many relationships with overseas um, uh, manufacturers. So they take a widget that's produced, um, let's say, uh, I don't know, a coffee mug um, from a company that's here in the United States. They'll produce it overseas um, and and ship it over here. And the, the way her business works is typically she can do it for a lot less than if they had it produced elsewhere. So that's sort of her business, the general over, overview of her business. So I sat down and talked with her, and I said, um, you know, again, very important. Your costing has to be important. She said, Ken, we already have it. Of course we have a costing model. I said, well, you know, of course you have one. I don't know how you could operate your business without it. But you really have to dive through this thing and, and really dig into it. Very specific. Yep, we've already done that. I said, okay, all right, well, um, well you know, we could take a look at some other things. So we continue on with the conversation, and she mentions to me a particular um, issue that she has where she has a client that, uh, or a customer, that um, he has an open PO with them, a uh, purchase order, and he'll order, you know, a, a number of widgets in a year. Um, and it's not a fixed number, but he wants a certain amount of those done um, and, and on hand and ready to be, you know, shipped to him at any, any given moment. The the person uh, the the company that she has a relationship with overseas won't make it you know an on uh, as an as um, kind of sort of on the go easy for me to spit out um, an on the go basis so in order for her to get better pricing from the manufacturer overseas she has them make six months worth at a time so she said well I've got a problem with cash flow because I'm tying up cash in this inventory and it's it could be inventory that sits for three or four months. So I have all this money tied up because it was a, the, that particular product was a, a reasonably costly product to produce. And so I looked at her and I said, do you have that in your costing model? And she sort of rolled her eyes and sat back in her chair and she said, okay, I get your point. Uh, but so that's one of those things, you know, that cost of funds, again, it's not an obvious thing. You wouldn't necessarily think about it. You know, in her business, there's so many different things um, that you would think that popped off uh, to the top of your head as far as putting in your cost. You wouldn't necessarily think of that, especially if you're too far in the weeds and not thinking in a you know, bigger picture. But that's absolutely, I mean, she has relationships with, you know, she has between 40 and 50 different companies that she deals with, with in multiple products for, for most of these companies. So you can imagine her inventory and the inventory management is crucial to her. Well, if she's got all this money tied up in the inventory, that wasn't in the costing model. So she's missing a huge piece. So we did the same exercise, and I said, okay, so let's sit down and sit, look at your financials and without going through all the gory details. It was a very similar situation that I mentioned during the last, uh, maybe the first segment, is she priced everything out at a certain margin. Let's just say uh, it was 20% again, and the margin ended up being significantly lower. It was, wasn't quite one-tenth, but it was close to one-tenth of what she thought it was. And I said, that just shows you you're missing a ton of things in your pricing model. And so that impacted her budget. She said, well, now I, that explains to me why I keep missing my budget. So we went back and looked at that. Um, and her inventory management changed significantly. It improved her cash flow a ton because she knew much better how much money she had sitting in inventory, how much she needed to have sitting in inventory. Um, huge impact across the business. 
So before we run out of time here, I did promise some tips. So I'm going to give you three quick tips um, to consider for your cost model. So first of all, an obvious one, but consider all costs and two ways to do that. Literally, this sounds silly, look at the product. If you produce coffee mugs, again, I'll just use that silly example, but literally get one of your coffee mugs and sit it in front of you and look at it and think about, take 10 minutes and really think about every single cost that goes into that coffee mug. Write it down, almost like a brainstorming session. And then go to your income statement and look at, look at all the different expense lines you have and look at all those pieces to make sure you're considering everything. That's a way to, to uncover some of the things you might not think of. Number two would be to refine constantly. Um, you know, as pricing changes, if you have raw materials that are changing, et cetera, you got to make sure you're, you're building and build, build your cost model with variable input so you can easily change it and, and kind of spin on a dime when needed. And the third thing I would say is to thoroughly review it at least annually. Um, and then again, use the check at the end of the year. Look at the end of your statement, look at your margin overall, and is it consistent with what you think your, your margin is and your costing differences are. So that's all we have uh, for time this week. Thanks for listening in. Um, you can definitely, all, again, as I mentioned, always go out to our website at wentworthfinancialpartners.com um, or give us a call at 614-962-7CFO. Give us a call if you think we might be able to help. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Wentworth Financial Partners is your resource for part-time CFO services that help you work on your business instead of in your business. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff management, or advertisers. Tune in again next week for B2B Radio with Mr. Biz. You've been listening to a Morris Media Production. 